Thank you. Good, good evening. Good evening. Um, welcome to Chats Over Wine, where the chats are flowing and the wine is on point. And your hosts are Belle, Cat, and Mel. And I'm just going to get it out there. We all know I just, I just fucked up. I just fucked up big time. And these two bitches are taking the fucking mickey out of me. Like I I didn't just go, oh, my God, I fucked this up. Like I fucked this up. Like I was just about to have a phone call with somebody at work going, and hello, how can I help you today? My, mind you, I'm, I probably sound like some kind of sex worker. Oh, hello, how can I help you today? Oh, I'm crying. Anyway, I'm crying. what I'm going to say so is I, I see that. I see that. Anyway, <laughs> welcome, That's welcome, to, welcome to today's episode. We're off to a great start. We really are. <laughs> it's just been one of those days. Yep. Yeah. It has. It, has. it really has. So I have to say, welcome everybody. So let's let's get started. No favor ado. Bella. How'd you go? Went really well. So I had the CMC over the weekend. Uh, it was great. We had a fabulous time. Zach Brambin was great. Morgan Wallen, great. <laughs> Um, someone fell asleep while I was trying to FaceTime her Friday night. I was tired. Yeah, yeah, excuses. Um, reception was kind of shit, so I couldn't, like, I FaceTime mum Sunday, but she never got it. So that was a bit disappointing. But overall, besides it being stinking hot, like, I don't think I, like, I didn't really drink alcohol because I found, like, as I was drinking alcohol, it was dehydrating me more. So I just needed to, I just drank water because I was like, I don't feel like. Soft? Kat, are you thinking she's a bit soft? Um, her age, yes. Now her age, no. <laughs> I call it being responsible. Good on you for being responsible. That's really good, Belle. We're so proud of you. Thank you. But you know what I do have an issue with? Women taking 10 to 20 minute showers when there's a line of about 15 other women wanting to go for a shower that's why you have one on your own camper yeah yeah Yeah, i feel that but like it's just shit like bitch you don't need to wash your hair Mm. (laughs) you don't don't need to wash your hair because there's a fucking beauty salon in the cmc exactly like and i just didn't understand it because so many of us were waiting there and then it was like there was no shelter and it was just hot like and you're just getting like slammed by the sun waiting for the showers and I'm like this is ridiculous get in wash yourself get out it's already a sauna in there anyway because yeah. it's one of those um portaloo portaloo showers I'm sweet yeah yeah I, I just I, I just didn't think it was necessary to be taking 10 to 20 minute showers especially because you're going to get dirty anyway all over again like you're going to be wearing a hat your hair's going to get sweaty like what's the point true 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 that so besides my rant cat how was your how was your week uh put it lightly it was it was fucked why so I, every Saturday I usually go and take my daughter to dancing, but lately my car has been 
a little bit sluggish starting up, which I was like, okay, it's just slowly getting there. Okay, we might need to look at this. But I had the dancing on Saturday and then I had to get something from the shop. So I went to the shop. So I had both of my kids, one at five, one at three. And I did my thing at the shops and then I come back to the car and my car wouldn't start. I'm like, this is fucking fantastic. And it's Cairns weather. It's fucking so hot and the sun is just pelting at you. Like I actually got sunburnt from standing out there waiting for my hubby to rock up to help me with this car situation. And then I had, because he has a truck, we towed the car just enough so I could jumpstart it. But with two kids and a broken down car, it's just not a great situation. But on the other note of this car, I have realised I get a lot of comments about people turning around and going, oh, it's a manual. Now to put well, a what bit else of but that, that's the thing, like you, you look at this car and think, yeah, it's definitely a manual because backstory is my car I drive is a Toyota Hilux, which is a 4x4, but everyone seems to assume it's an automatic and it's not. It's a fucking manual. <laughs> I don't know why. It's a manual. I've had this car for like 10 years this year and it's always been a manual. It's never been any different. You know so what it sounds do- like you need? You need one of those... Um- I'm not putting a truck exhaust on that fucking thing. No, no, no. Thing. it's a jump starter. New battery. No, 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 it's a jump starter, but you don't need the cables. It just uses little battery pack and it just jump starts it straight away. We have that, but it wasn't the batteries that were an issue. Oh. So what, what was happening is I would turn my car on, everything was turning on, all the lights, all the dashboard things were turning on, but it just was not not even clicking over or anything. Oh. So we worked it out to be that it was either the starter motor or the starter relay. Uh, so I was able to like roll start it with the help of my hubby with the truck, towing it a little bit just to get a bit of movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, got it home, we got a starter motor, replaced that, and then the next day, I think it was that afternoon or that night when we were trying to go out for dinner, uh, it started. It wasn't like it was fucking up again. And I'm just like, oh, no, no, please, no, we're at dinner. And then we realised after changing the starter motor, it was the starter relay, which we had a replacement, so we changed it that night. So it's been working ever since, which I'm really really happy about but that was my weekend and it was just girl <laughs> yeah I'm I'm one of those people my car starts fucking up I'm like mm, I'm getting a new one I'm not rich by any stretch of the imagination but I get pissed off I want to get in yeah. the goddamn thing I'll service it I'll do what I need to do with it but if it starts misbehaving it's out I don't I don't have time I got no energy I got nothing for it like, I want to hop in, I want to start the engine, I want to hear a little bit of purr, purring. I don't care if the aircon works or not. I just want it to go. That's how I live I in cans. That. I want aircon. I live in cans. I want aircon. <laughs> I lived in Townsville and we had this, I had this little purple rocket and there was no aircon at all. And then one day. Yeah, that would have been shit. It was, it was shit. But it was only a morning and afternoon car. So I drove the kids to school. And I picked him up in the afternoon about five. So, like, that's the only time I really drove it. 
And um, so we, um, Darren had to drive it one day. The next week I had a brand new car mm-hmm. with aircon because he was like, I don't know how you do this. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't know how I do this? Like I hop in the car, I turn it on and off we go. That's how I do it. Yeah, and then and then we choose whether we want full aircon um, or half aircon or no aircon. Yeah, and when it's raining, it's no aircon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a little bit down and we get a little bit wet. Yeah. 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 I have been meaning to upgrade my car because kids are in school. There's going to be more kids in my car and having a dual cab isn't exactly ideal for having more than four people in it. It's a bit squishy in the middle of the two kids. So eventually I am upgrading. But right now I have a manual full drive. (laughs) And, yes, it has been my day-in-day car which we also tow a camper with. But I still don't understand why people like automatically assume I have an automatic. Like, I don't I just don't get it. I understand the Parados and Land Cruisers that come out nowadays are hey, just automatically I got a automatics I got... unless they're the G series. No, which is what I got you a cruiser. Have, and she's, with, she's yeah, the one. Yeah. Yeah, so your series has a manual, but the newer like Land Cruisers and Saharas and it's... stuff like that. They're all automatic. Even when we had a dual cab, it was a manual. So to put it simply, none of us really do automatic cars. Like my, I have a, I have a new car, but that's I would have gotten manual. But now they're only doing like small cars in autos because that's all people can drive. That they're doing that for the full drives too. I don't want to sound like a hoon. Yeah, I don't want to sound like a hoon. But how the fuck are you meant to drag people like pea platers at the lines if you're in a fucking auto? How? How? The the sequential auto? Where you can change the gears? It's not really the same, but it's it's not not the the same. No, it's not the same, but it's there. But the car I want, Toyota don't give the fucking option of manual, which is, yeah. I want it manual, but it only comes in auto. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I don't understand why they're getting rid of manual. Like manual is actually really good. Because people are that lazy no fucking shits. Yeah. Mm. So Mel, how was your weekend? Oh, I can't believe everybody. Oh, week. Ahead. I can't believe you asked me. Oh, I've been waiting. <laughs> so, I went to I went to this small town, small country town beautiful by the way my husband fell in love with it and um I swear he was just having little conniptions because the streets were clean and it was all green and it was beautiful anyway he just loved it but I we all know I'm a widow but this really says it right so I was looking through the, the local paper because what else do you do and then I not look through the local paper <laughs> I need content so watch the news oh I need real content so I was read a book anyhow so I was looking through the local paper and there's this they're these older women and they um they put their ads in the classified to meet some in the classifieds to meet somebody and it's actually called the meeting place I'm going to read what they what one of the ladies have said 
And then they also have a little bit of a key for the abbreviations. So she's like, hi, lady, late 70s, likes barbecues, dancing, fishing, outings, G-S-O-H, looking for male, 75 plus, N-S, SD with similar interest. So I've gone straight away. Should I? What the fuck is that? Yeah, I've gone. So I I thought I'm going to do subject by elimination here. I've gone SD. Obviously, she's looking for a sugar daddy. What else would you be looking for? Yeah. Yeah. Like she might be. Yeah, she's in her late 70s. Who's to say there isn't a sugar daddy around at 90? They'll give you their pension. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it turns out I was highly let down. It was social drinker. Like cup of teas? Like, I'm sorry, is it like cup of teas and coffees or like alcohol? Social drinker always says to me alcohol. Yeah, but they're like 70. Yeah, I've known some 70 year olds. I'm not saying they can't drink, but I'm like. Okay, so she's obviously being judgy, judgy at, at chats over wine. Um, <laughs> I'm just expressing my opinion. <laughs> and then we've got NS and I'm like, what are we talking? Non-starter, non-sexual, not, well, what are we thinking? It turns out it's non-smoker. That is, that, that's a key for some people. It is. So you need yeah. to be a non-smoker and it turns out not a sugar daddy, but a social drinker anyway. Yeah. And then for the GSOH. So we're like, what the hell is that? Like, I'm blowing my mind. It's a good sense of humour, people. I Oldies are up here abbreviating. They're, they're, they're like, they're really And they give us shit for it. Yeah, and here they are. They're not looking for a sugar daddy, which I was a little bit disappointed. I'm not going to lie. So here I am, and I was with um, another young lady at the time and when I'm going through the paper, and I've gone through and I've actually done a snippet. I did a snippet, and I'm there talking to another young lady. when she, like, She's in her mid-20s, and, we go, and I'm going, so SD, SD, what do you think that is? And, like, and then there's another one that's... Um, DTE and I'm like what the hell would be DTE down, down to, to something well you, you're right yeah. it is down to so, earth okay you filthy bitches <laughs> you filthy bitches okay five years considering, gone. <laughs> you considering got down. some of the episodes we've had it, it, I, th- I think it, it it's sums us up <laughs> it is very much expected so that would be on our socials. Down to <laughs> what about down to experiment? It's oh, down, wait, that's a good one. It's, it's down to it's down to earth. Okay, I, I like the exploring because you know <laughs> they probably don't shave often, and there might be a few cobwebs. They they could amaze it. <laughs> God, you judge me. So they gotta now. be down to explore the wilderness. <laughs> that's why it's down to earth. Why? Because it's all the way down to the earth. Titties. <laughs> My titties are gonna end up there one day too. <laughs> Throwing them over your shoulder. Why over not? The shoulder. They're too small for that shit. <laughs> so am I. Mine would be like, where are they going? I'm going. I think they, I think they joined my belly somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> so 
Anyways, <laughs> what has no. caught our eye for this episode? So, actually, I wanted to talk about, we're going to get into something a bit, actually, sad. It's really sad, but it's been really blowing my mind. And it's the MH370 plane that went missing. Uh, it went missing mm. back in 2014. Yeah, many years ago. Yeah. And they just, Netflix just released a documentary about it. Unfortunately, it's not solved, uh, which is really fucking annoying because I'm like, how does an aeroplane go missing? Bermuda but- Triangle. Yeah, it was just, it's just so bizarre and interesting. Like, it didn't. So there's three main theories that Netflix covers. It did go missing off the coast of just outside, just off the coast of WA. Yeah. Yeah, but a lot of planes go missing in the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, they normally do. But they talk about like the three main theories of what they think it's more possible. One was um, mass suicide by the pilot. Which is really sad when you think about it. It is possible too because I think they have a high suicide rate, pilots do. Yep. And then the second one was hijacked by Russians. Uh, And they linked that back to the one that got blown. (laughs) And that wasn't Russia. That was Ukraine. (laughs) Yeah. And then they linked the one to that got, yeah, it's just... Yeah, that and was actually Russia. That, no, that was um, Ukraine, Ukraine and did that, not Russia. Yeah. And then the third one is that it was intercept because it um, had suspicious cargo, but they also found, found, I say with air quotes, fragments with air quotes of the plane. Could it be like a sort of a spy sort of thing where – there was an important person on it and they were trying to target that one person and to do it without actually making it as a target. Possibly, but what what, what really lost. got me is that, like, the first episode, um, you see all the families and you see the videos and they're actually calling their loved ones on the plane and it's going mm. through. And then one... Um, girl her dad ended up calling her and she answered it like her dad was on that plane and he he called her yeah and I'm like how does that work they would have all turned their phones on like off airplane mode at once I reckon and they would have just started calling people because of knowing what was going on but like all the the theories possibly but all the theories is that by that time the pilot had cut like um the oxygen and the russians have cut the oxygen and all this so it turns out everybody's cutting the oxygen but they're not really yeah where but anyway was the where did the plane actually leave from like what where is the plane usually was it usually situated um asia i believe it was going yeah. from it was going to tokyo tokyo so it's not an Australian plane. It, no, it was a Malaysian Airlines. Yeah. So I do know that cutting of oxygen, it could have been a, a malfunction because the standards that a lot of the countries have with their planes 
um, are completely different to what our standards are. So when we have all these delays, it's usually because something's just straight away come up and they need to fix it ASAP. Oh, no, they're, or... they're saying that, like, they've done this on purpose, <clears throat> not by accident, but they have Could've no proof purpose. of it. The thing is, is because they they've never found the, the airplane. No, they've, they never found the plane. They never found anything. They found fragments. Fragments with air quotes. There's going to be some treasure hunters out there that will actually be diving and searching for this plane without a doubt to try and find out what actually went on. Yeah, but it went missing in 2014 and still there's nothing that's come up about it. There's a lot of ground cover when it comes to the ocean. There is. Especially with WA because it really that is no mental Oh, no, it's huge. But anyway, I was just like, how it's just been on my mind. I just thought it was crazy. Absolutely crazy. And scary too and that, to know that a pilot isn't is in charge of all this. Yeah. Like they're in charge of all these people, like 300 or so people. And Well, they do this on a daily basis too. And then to hear that they're a bit loose and they could be have mental illness, I'm like Jeez, where's it? It's probably it's probably not necessarily mental illness. It's just probably the situations that they're put in because they're so isolated. They're constantly away from their family. That's what the I mean. Money That's might... why they needed an EAP. Like they need an yeah. employee assistance program. They need to be able to talk to somebody, and it probably should be mandatory that um, pilots actually once a month talk to people whether you're domestic or whether um you're international if they're they're feeling isolated from their families from their friends and everything they have that option available they need it i i would i would actually make it mandatory i wouldn't turn around and say the options there it's the same with their military they're away from their spouses they're away from their families you know they should be getting mandatory um um counseling appointments psychologists psychology appointments purely because that they're doing stuff that not normal everyday people would do they're not getting up every day and going to work the way we do they're getting up no. and they're leaving their families for and they're up for time. hours of, hours at a time too mm-hmm. but yeah and i just so much responsibility they do and like i don't think i i hope that the pilot didn't do it who knows but and that's the thing, no one knows. Like they've never found bodies, they've never found the aeroplane, no one knows. It's sad. Until it's... that black box is ever found, no one's ever gonna know. And that that's the issue. And I think if it was to like very purposefully done, the reason of it being not found is so no one finds out that it was actually targeted. So everyone can suspect or they can come up with their own theories of what actually happened yeah conspiracy theories of course and that's what this whole thing is those are your three main conspiracy theories Mm, it's i just think it's really tragic and Mm. bizarre and really and i feel sorry for all the families of the passengers and the pilots and the hostesses like they have no closure whatsoever to know where they're yeah, yeah, like there's this one French guy that's on the Netflix series and he lost his wife and two children. Got wrenching. And he was supposed to meet them. Um, I think they were supposed to be landing in Tokyo. So they were supposed to meet up for like a holiday or something and 
it just yeah. happened. Oh, I think it was, um, he was, um, he was like doing work stuff and they were going over to meet him, but like he had to end up calling his oldest son and tell him his mom and his siblings were on that flight. I can't. Yeah, that's, that's sad. I possibly can't think of anything worse. And that is calling a loved one to say another loved one has passed. Like, I personally just think that is just gut-wrenching and just, you know, it, it's it's difficult. It's extremely difficult. And I, I've never had to do that. To Beijing. And, He's going to Beijing. Yeah. And I just think anybody that has, has to do that, they're... They've got so much strength. Oh, so much strength and so much, like, I, I just give them all my love because it's such a, um, a gut-wrenching thing to actually have to do. Because It's a hard everybody... task to have to do. Oh, not everybody's in the same city, in the same town and, you know, in, in the same space, dare I say. Um, so What was really heart, heart-wrenching was just hearing, like, the beginning – of like just throughout the whole series you can just hear the cries and like the complete utter mourning of these family members like and just the screaming of them and just so much pain the grief yeah grief and and grief comes in like there's seven stages to grief and there were people on that flight that just never have gotten over that yeah still mourning still grieving still angry still frustrated still trying to get acceptance and how do you get acceptance when you just don't know yeah you got the what ifs and the if onlys yeah pretty much makes it hard for everyone yeah yeah absolutely so on that what hot gossip caught your eye mine was (sighs) so obviously I've just started a new job which is going pretty good at the moment but while, <laughs> while I was looking for this job and waiting for it to all come into play, um, obviously I was looking for jobs at the time. Uh, and my thing that I, I probably have, have something to rant about, I don't know what's going on, but I find through social media, through Seek emails. And if anyone doesn't know what Seek is, it is a website that you can go to and search for all jobs that are out there across Australia. Um, But all these emails and all these notifications through Facebook of these job sort of Facebook pages of like it's daily almost of all these jobs coming out and about and that are looking for people and desperately looking for people. But then on the other side, you're hearing so many people saying they can't find anything. And I just don't understand what is going on. Like, is it, are we being a bit too picky of what we're going for or uh, are we just not looking in the right place or what's going on like it seems like there's a bit of a lot of people looking for jobs a lot of people advertising jobs but it's not all matching up what what's happening here yeah we we hear what you're saying so 
I work in an I work in Australian manufacturing, and um, there are a lot of people looking for jobs, and we do no, there are a lot of people looking for jobs. Sometimes, we actually have a lot of jobs, but I can honestly say, hand on heart, I had ninety something applicants for a administration person. I narrowed it down to twenty. It's actually quite difficult to do so. Then we narrowed it down to five to get in for an interview. One of those five actually turned up. So, and then I've got that. Then I've got, I'm ringing like welders. Welders, you've got to pay like $45 an hour at the moment. It's, it's actually insane. Um, so there's a lot of work that, um, there is a lot of work out there. But if you're qualified and you know what you're doing and you want to work, it's there. But if you don't, and people are saying that they can't find anything, I really could bullshit. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the applicants are actually using our centrelink a little too frequently and relying too much on it because of it. Um, I know quite a few people close to home that actually use this system frequently and don't even don't even look don't even bother looking for jobs and I think it's just a bit frustrating when you're getting everyone looking for these sort of things I see how that can be frustrating yeah I see how that could also be frustrating too yes (laughs) Uh, just to put a note there My husband came in and licked me on the forehead. Fucking fantastic. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I'm getting frustrated because, like, I am a mum of two trying to find a job, applying for everywhere. Like, I'm, I'm actually willing to work and I found a job and it's going really well and I'm putting the hours in and everything else and I'm staying a little bit over time, like, today. Like, I'm actually willing to work, but why are all these people out there who aren't willing to work and are just whinging that they can't find anything when all they want to do is just get the Centrelink benefits? That's what it appears like it. And at the moment, um, dare I say it without being nasty, we are at the bottom of the pool. We really are. It's um, people that want to work in work and the people that really don't want to work. And for multiple reasons, I used to work in Job Network. Um, There's a lot of reasons why people can't work, and I get that. Um, But the people that can work that don't want to work, there isn't much about that. Yeah, 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 no, I I have to agree. Um, It's sad. It is. Like, people claim that there's no jobs but realistically they just don't want to they don't want to work people want money for free and that is unfortunately what Centrelink is it just gives away free money yeah absolutely yep it's, it's a bit crap they won't make they won't give me anything fucking ass. me either <laughs> <laughs> uh. with that being said um I'd like to wrap up today's episode And thank you for tuning in to Chats Over Wine. We really appreciate you listening and providing us with feedback. Please follow us on our socials at Chats Over Wine on Instagram. Send us an email to chatsoverwine1 at gmail.com 
or DM us um, as we are looking forward to your questions and thoughts. If you would like more information on this episode, please look at the show notes and don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. Until next time, we're going to love you and leave you Mel, Cat and Belle. Ciao. Ciao.